you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever35. 
a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. It's true, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Indeed. But please do remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Indeed, we do, Dory. But if you would like to reach us, which we hope you do, our voicemail and text number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Indeed. And if you uh, you want to check out everything that we mentioned on the show, you can do that at forever35podcast.com. We're on Twitter, forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. Our newsletter is at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And you can shop all the products we mentioned on the show at shopmy.us slash forever35. I also do just want to mention our Balance Bound Forever 35 collab. If you haven't gotten your Dory's Hotel set, what are you waiting for? What are you even doing here? What are you doing? No, I mean, you're welcome here, no matter what, obviously. But, you know, recommend it for sure. Indeed. Okay. Dory. Kate. Off the air, I was just telling you that I received my Lululemon Everywhere belt bag and Mm -hmm. I am sending it back. I'm sending it back. All right. Well, wait, you're sending one of them. You got two and you're sending one of them. I got the large. Oh, well, I'm giving, I'm selling one to a friend. Yes, you're selling one. Yeah, I'm getting rid of both. I'm not keeping either of them. I had a moment where I had to say to myself, do you really need these? Do you really need them? And so I'm going to send them both back. But then as I told you, I now was having a moment of panic where I thought maybe I do really need it. But Mm. I think again, as I feel like I keep bringing up, I am really, I don't know, just kind of tapping into consumerism, consumerist Kate a little bit and just trying Mm -hmm. to like think Mm -hmm. about what I really need. Also because I've become obsessed with a different bag and I need to talk (laughs) about it, but maybe we'll do that later. Okay. You want, you, you want so, me to tell you what it is? Um, yeah, I do. Okay, it's the water bottle holder from Calpac Travel. Oh my gosh. Dory, what? you cannot imagine how great this bag is. I'm listening. I want to okay, hear okay. more. Look, I went to Disney World with my family for a week. And one thing I made sure we each had was some sort of water bottle holder carrying case over the shoulder thing. I thought I was going to be a fanny pack wearer, but then I was like, it's very humid. I'm going to need water. So I bought this CalPak water bottle holder in cheetah print. It's $42. And what makes it so fantastic is that it not only holds your water bottle and it's insulated, But it comes with pouches all along the edges that you can stuff with stuff, plus a zippered pouch where you could put your phone or your money. This thing, I wore it every day for like 13 hours a day. It's so comfortable. And the problem with a fanny pack is that it does not hold a water bottle. And I, as we all know, 
find hydration to be necessary. This bag, I cannot endorse it enough. I need to shout it from the rooftops. So I loved this bag. I absolutely loved it. I will use it again for travel, for walks. It's absolutely fantastic. Highly recommend, heavily endorsed. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. I might need this bag. Dory, trust me when I say you do. How big of a water bottle does it hold? Well, I carried a 20 ounce. I had, to, I had, okay. to, this is another thing I had to really like practice, but it could carry easily. I tried a 32 ounce and it carried it easily. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's a really great bag and I, it is very sold out. There are two colors available right now. I suspect other people are aware of this of how functional this bag is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I cannot recommend it for like, if you're going on a walk or a hike or out for the day, or if you are in some place like touring a museum or it just, it just carried everything in a really compact, smart, easy way. So I was able to tuck like a poncho, my sunglasses, a sun, tiny sunscreen, hand sanitizer. Oh, you I also could clip things to it. it. Yeah, I put a plastic poncho in one of the pockets. This is what, what I'm saying. This, yes, but it never felt bulky. It kept everything really compact. Wow. And I attached like a little carabiner to it so I could clip on like a scrunchie and I clipped on a hand sanitizer to it. It's just, it's a, it's a really well designed, intuitive, useful bag. You know, when you get a bag and then you're like, this thing is good. This thing is really good. Read the reviews on their website. It's just five stars after five stars. I need to ask you about another CalPAC product that I've seen you raving about. I'm here. I'm ready. Didn't you also get like a toiletries bag from them? I didn't. I recommended it in the newsletter. Who knew I was going to become a CalPAC stan? Learned about CalPAC from Caroline Moss. It's that the toiletry bag, the compact toiletry bag, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, their stuff is their stuff is really again intuitive, useful, well-made, travels well. Yeah. Yep. And like you actually open it up and you're like, "Oh, I understand what this compartment is for and it does its job." Not like, "Why is this weird pocket here? I don't need a pen in this right. fanny pack." Like, what? Right. Right. I also have their luggage packing cubes. I've become a real Calpacian. Oh, okay. You're a little bit of a Calpac stan. I think I'm a lot of a bit of a Calpac stan. Like I'm definitely going to keep looking at their other products. Okay. Anyway. Wow. Like I know you've been looking for a backpack. I would give their stuff a look. You know what, Kate? I'm going to tootaloot on over because... You take that journey. <sighs> Did I tell everyone about my baboon to the moon experience? I think I you told me about it. (laughs) Well, I think I had mentioned that I had ordered the stuff, but I didn't give my review. So I had a very I ordered a backpack and a belt bag from Baboon to the Moon, this company that I had heard about, and like their stuff was kind of like nicely basic, like not. Mm -hmm, And I, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, just sort of like. Like it's very pra- everything everything seemed very practical, but also like thoughtfully designed, and everything was kind of in like cool, fun colors. 
And I was like, great, this will solve my backpack issue and my bat, my belt bag issue. So I ordered a backpack and a belt bag and I paid $25 for expedited shipping. <sighs> they did not ship it in an expedited manner. Oh, yeah. So I got, I actually got the $25 refunded. And then like, they were like, oh yeah, sorry. It like took us. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Then it seemed to be taking an extra long time. And I was like, what is happening? And then I checked the tracking and it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Come on. And I was like, what? How did it end up in Tulsa? So I called FedEx and they were like, oh, they claim that Baboon to the Moon changed the address <laughs> on the package. Baboon to the Moon was like, we didn't change the address. Who knows what actually happened? Wow, this is a bit of a drama. It was kind of a drama, but the fact of the matter was I did not have the backpack or the belt bag. And then they were like, we're sorry, like we can send it back out to you. However, the backpack is now sold out in the color that you ordered. And I was like, God damn it. And the colors they had left were just not not anything that I was like that interested in. So I was like, that's annoying. Um, You know, in the grand scheme of things, who cares? Not the end of the world. But it was just sort of like a frustrating experience. Like, you know, when you find something that you think is going to be like the thing. Of course. And it, for whatever reason, is either like disappointing or... (laughs) ends up in Tulsa. So whoever in Tulsa <laughs> got my backpack and my oh, belt bag. Oh, I hope they love it. I hope, I hope you're enjoying it. it. Um, so yeah, so I don't have a backpack. So I'm going to check out these Calpac backpacks and I will report back. Pack. Right? Well, Calpac, <laughs> and then I'll stop. Calpac also makes a 26 liter backpack duffel similar to the another one I recommend. I'm really obsessed with traveling right now. Uh, similar to one I recommended from Patagonia. They make a similar one that is uh, large enough to be your, um, your personal item. It's, oh, excuse me. It's small enough to count as a personal item, but it's large enough to like, it really packs a punch as you said. So, mm. and that's and comes it in fits, at a hundred. If it's under the seat in front of you, it's under the seat, but it, it's like a tiny suitcase. So check that out. I haven't tried it, but I love in terms of like personal item, this is now what I bring as a personal item. My yeah, second I'm tiny lo- suitcase. I'm looking so. at it. I think it's too big for like an everyday backpack. Yes, but maybe a carry-on personal but item. Maybe might a work. carry-on situation. Yeah. Well, we heard from other listeners about our fanny pack conversation. We did. Other listeners. <laughs> Meaning other than you ourselves. and I are the listeners. Yeah. yeah. From other people. Oh my God. Uh, Here's what one person wrote to us. They said, Kate Dory, hello. I'm sure you've gotten a million versions of this message, but I think one of the reasons we're using belt bag now instead of fanny pack is because in the UK and I think other Commonwealth countries, fanny isn't slang for butt, it's slang for vagina. So I think fanny pack doesn't necessarily sell well overseas. Well, except that is an interesting point. I mean, for many of us, we are wearing these bags directly over our vaginas. So fanny pack is quite literally what it is. Interesting point as well, Kate. (laughs) 
mean, it really does hit right above the pelvic bone, you know? <laughs> this is true. I had not mm-hmm. considered that. But okay. you know what? Thank you. When you're right, you're right. Well, I clearly am right. <laughs> Did we get any other like bag wrecks well, so- in the fanny pack variety? We did. We got a few um, brands that were recommended to us, and I just want to list them out. Calpac came up. Mm-hmm. Patagonia came up. REI, I guess, mm-hmm. has a has an REI brand um, belt bag that people okay. like. Okay. Um, there are several on Amazon that people sent us, and I will try to dig up those links. But I think if you just go to Amazon and you search for belt bag, you're going to come up with quite a few options. And then, Kate, you had a wreck. I have a uh, belt bag from Kodo Paxi that I really like. C-O-T-O-P-A-X-I, Kodo Paxi. So there you okay. go. Just throwing that one out there. That, that well, is and- a good one. And I also just want to say that I do recommend this baboon to the moon <laughs> belt bag after okay. Okay. after the whole drama. I do recommend it. All right, so baboon to the moon. Add that to the yep. list. Yep, add it to the old list. All right, Kate, let's take a break because we have a lot to get through here. All right, BRB. Okay, BRB. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say... Goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be 
redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay. I don't know if it's because of our interview with Dr. Marissa Franco or this is, although, you know, friendship has just been a topic that has come up a lot on this podcast, maybe because we're friends. Possibly. I don't know. Well, but we got a question from a listener about friendship that I thought maybe you and I could try to kind of muddle through as. Okay. We do. People who have friends and who are friends. Um, All right. This person wrote, Hi, Katendor. Friendship boundary question for you. My newish friend is constantly asking to hang out. I already see her a few times a month, sometimes even once a week. But for example, if we have plans on a Saturday, she will also ask if I want to do some sort of activity on Thursday. I have to say no to a lot of her plan requests. And I gently mentioned that I need more downtime these days. I have a busy job, an already full social calendar, a husband, home, pets, and going through fertility treatments. She also has a partner job and a three-year-old. It stresses me out to be asked to cram in another activity, even though I'm grateful for her friendship. I do enjoy her company, and I don't want to hurt her feelings. How can I tell her to back off? Ooh. Hmm. This is tricky. I I think you are either going to communicate it by continuously setting the boundaries that you're setting. You know, like if you continue to say no presumably they're going to begin to understand that you aren't available all the time. Or you need to have a clearer conversation, which can easily just be Mm -hmm. like, I really enjoy your company and I I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I am, I'm not able to hang out as much as, um, you know, you're asking right now. So I just, you know, you don't, you know, I just want you to know that. I think if someone said that to me, yeah. though, that would still hurt my feelings, but that's on me, you know? It's on me to work through. It's not your responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is hard because, you know, I think making friends as an adult is hard. Yeah. And it's hard. It's also hard initially to kind of, you said there that this person is a newish friend and to kind of figure out, like, what is your sort of friendship cadence? Oh, you know? that's a like, really good way of putting like, it. Thank you. This person seems like they need a lot of interaction. And I, I wonder if they don't have many other friends. Mm. Um, and so, you know, they have sort of glommed onto you a little bit in a way that you don't feel like this is not your friendship cadence. And I'm not hearing from you that you don't want to be friends with this person at all. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm just hearing that like, you just need to kind of dial it back. And I think if and when you do have this 
conversation with her, I would make that clear. Like, you know, I would say, Kate, I really want to be friends with you, but like, I can't hang out with you every night. It's just too much. And I'd say, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'd ask somebody else Um, or I'd do it myself. Exactly. And I mean, you could also say you could propose like maybe you could propose a standing date with them like every two Mm. weeks you get brunch. I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. But like that might give it a little bit of predictable. Like this person sounds possibly a little anxious. Mm. Um, And maybe giving them that predictability would would solve some of these problems for both of you. All right. I think this is great advice, Dory. Let us know how it goes. Maybe other people have thoughts because that is a tricky, it's tricky to navigate because, you know, you want to set the boundary, but you want to do so in a way that, you know, that keeps the friendship going, right? Because they sound like they want to be friends with them. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we also recently discussed the question of making friends at work. And I, we had, Kate and I had some thoughts and then Dr. Marissa Franco had some thoughts and this has just been kind of an ongoing conversation. Um, so Kate, do you want to take this one? I do, Dory. Hi friends. For the listener on today's mini app who wants to make friends at work, I'd encourage them to differentiate between work friends and friend friends. I personally don't want to be best friends with my coworkers. It just has the potential for so many problems. What if your new BFF isn't good at their job and it impacts you? Or you have to work together on a project and it impacts how you give, receive feedback. Or if one of you is promoted, it ends up managing the other. Ask a Manager has a ton of cautionary tales in this vein. I worked with one of my best friends for about two-ish years, and the only reason it worked was because even in a small 50-person organization, our work never intersected. It was great to see her every day, be able to have lunch together, have someone who understood the people in my work stories. But she left, I'm still there, and I know things about how she was treated by her boss that still impact how I view the boss. It doesn't interfere with my work or anything, but that's information I'd likely not know if we were just coworkers. But I love my work friends. To me, those are people who I'm more friendly with at work. We talk about things in our personal lives. Sometimes we have lunch together, occasionally go for a happy hour, etc., but rarely text or hang out on the weekends. There's also times that I've not shared certain things because I don't necessarily want my coworker to know that about me, even if I might want to tell them as a friend. Those friendships are important to me. These are people I see, talk to every day, sometimes more than my friend friends, but I'm also not trying to transition those to hang out on the weekend and text all the time friends, though very occasionally they've naturally evolved that way. And sometimes there's a shift if we're not working together. I also recognize that this could all play differently in a gigantic company, but I'd still be a little cautious with your immediate team. I guess what I want to say to this listener is make an effort to be friendly with people, which can be especially challenging if you're mostly slash all virtual. It's nice to chat with coworkers about your weekend, vacation, hobbies, but don't take it personally or as a rejection if they keep it in that realm of friendship. The exchanging personal contact info as you left your last job, may have happened because you were leaving and people may have felt more comfortable making that shift because your work lives wouldn't be impacted. I think that this also raises such an important point, which is that we should not expect our friends or our partners to be like all things to us. It's okay to have people who fulfill certain roles in your life and not 
everything. How do you mean? Go on. Like your your partner doesn't also need to be like your work person you unload about work on? I don't even think your partner needs to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I see people saying that all the time. Like, I'm marrying my best friend. And it's like, that's great if that's what works for you. But I think that that has created this expectation that our romantic partners also need to be our best friends. And I just don't mm. think that that is realistic or necessarily advisable. That's I'm, all. I'm here for that take. I, I don't disagree. I think it's important to have lots of different kinds of relationships in your life. Yes. So that's why I really like how this person is saying, try to differentiate between work friends and friend friends. And look, a work friend can become a friend friend, especially after you don't work there anymore. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I I do think that having some boundaries with with friends from work, I think it is important. Yeah, I do. And especially with subordinates or managers, like I, I really feel kind of, I feel strongly about that. That being said, I mean, you and I work together and we're friends, but we're in a weird, unique situation. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I think, you know? I think our situation is is a little different and like our podcast is based in part on our friendship (laughs) i know weird right you know um but yeah all right we are gonna hear one more voicemail on this topic hey cat and door i just had a pause the pod moment while listening and walking down the street uh, this is regarding your mini app where the listener calls in to ask about making friends at work. So something I like to do when I start a new job is to set up one-on-ones with my new coworkers. So maybe a 30-minute coffee chat if it's in person or just 30-minute casual Zoom if remote. Um, I'll send these out, these kind of like requests out to people I might be working with maybe sometimes managers, um, people on other teams, just to get to know, like get a sense of what kind of work they're doing, maybe have it be a low-key way to find out what's going on in the company, learn more about the organization. And in general, I find it to be a very low-stakes way to get to meet my colleagues um, just learn a little more about them and see if we connect and if we want to like chat again in an informal way. So it's something I recommend and best wishes to the, to the listener who's starting at her new job. Um, yeah, just wish you the best. Bye. Good idea. Yeah. I love this practical advice. And it keeps it professional. You know, it keeps, mm-hmm. it maintains that boundary again, the boundary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Kate, let us take another little break and we'll be right back with some thoughts on eloping. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning, 
in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right, Kate. We heard from quite a few people on the topic of eloping, yeah. which I appreciated because we asked for <laughs> we asked for people's experiences. Since you and I, neither of us had um, experience eloping. So um, this first email is from a listener who has some very like practical advice, and you know okay. I love an email with practical advice. Um, okay. They wrote, hi, this is in response to the listener who asked for advice about eloping. I'm very passionate about the subject of elopement, so I wanted to chime in here. After my husband and I eloped about five years ago, several people in my life told me they were jealous. They wished they could have ditched a more traditional, more stressful wedding celebration in favor of an elopement. But for whatever reason, societal pressure, family pressure, internalized pressure from the wedding industrial complex, etc., they felt like they couldn't. It makes me sad to think about all of these pressures that hold pe hold, pe hold back people from doing what feels right to them to honor their relationship. So I'm here to spread the gospel of elopement and to encourage people who are considering this path. 
My husband and I eloped on a Wednesday afternoon in the city where we met with just an officiant and a photographer. We had a very short ceremony that included a reading we selected, vows we wrote for each other, and a ring exchange. It was so special and personal. The morning after our elopement ceremony, we flew to New Orleans for a mini honeymoon. We did a few things to help our family and friends feel included in the milestone, even though none of them actually witnessed the ceremony. One, we prepared some of our loved ones ahead of time. Around the beginning of the year, we told our immediate families and closest friends that we were planning to elope in the coming year and that although we wouldn't share the exact timing or the location of the event because we wanted the announcement to be a surprise, we would plan spaces to celebrate with them afterward. I think this helped everyone know exactly what to expect. Two, we hired a good photographer. I think making a plan to share some kind of high quality photos or videos is key since this is the only way most of the people in your life will be able to feel like they're witnessing your ceremony. We asked our photographer for a couple of sneak peek photos she could share with us just a few hours after a ceremony, which we used to announce our elopement on social media. The surprise reveal was one of our favorite parts of the day. The people in our life were so shocked and thrilled. Once all of the photos were ready, we made photo books that we gifted to our parents and grandparents. Three, throughout the year after we eloped, we had multiple parties and celebrations with the different people in our life. We rented out a bar to party with our friends. We attended a low-key potluck hosted by our church community. We gathered with my family in my hometown, and we gathered with my husband's family in his hometown. We didn't have the traditional big wedding reception that brought together everyone in our lives, largely because that wouldn't have worked well for our life circumstances, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to elope in the first place. But this collection of celebrations sprinkled throughout the year felt like a wedding tour that allowed us to celebrate over and over again. It was very fun. And it also allowed for more quality time with our loved ones because these gatherings were smaller and more intimate than traditional reception would have been. Elopements can take all kinds of different shapes, and there are so many ways to celebrate your marriage with the people you love. I hope this might inspire other couples who don't feel called to host a traditional wedding ceremony and reception. You deserve to have exactly the kind of wedding celebration you want even if it doesn't fit into a more traditional mold. Good luck to this listener. And I know their day will be absolutely beautiful. Amen. Like that's just it. You deserve to have what you want. Totally. And I love, I love that this person, that they made photo books that they gifted to their parents and grandparents. Like what a thoughtful, special gift. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a way to include people, but still have it be your exactly. own thing. You know, yes. weddings don't need to be yes. communal events if that's not for you. No, but they had some communal events like that's true, but on that's their true. terms, you know, mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. it sounds very special. All right. We're going to hear one last voicemail on this topic. Hi, Kendor. I'm calling in regards to elopement. My husband and I um, went to a lot of fantastic weddings before we ultimately got married. His parents were coming to town the next week and we were like, let's just do it. Let's just get married. Um, we were kind of at the beginning of our adult life, finally graduating from school and didn't want to spend all that money that we didn't really have on a wedding. And neither of us were, you know, had parents who had resources to help us. So, Anyway, we went on the top of a really beautiful mountain, um, Mount Tam, uh, in Marin County, California, and it was just stunning. And we had our closest friends and family there. It was about 20 people all together. I think we spent all of $3,000 on like wedding dress, all of it, um, going out to a really nice dinner on the ocean. And then we went on a month long honeymoon, two weeks trekking in Peru and two weeks in Costa Rica. We were able to buy a house in the next couple of years. And um, I was not redo a darn thing. It was perfect. So 
highly recommend the elopement. Good luck to the caller. Oh, mm. lovely. I mean, mm. that's all. Just mm. thank you to everyone who's shared their elopement stories with us. I'm sorry we didn't have time to include everyone's, but they were very special. So thank you. Yeah, I feel like I was there. No, you. I mean, you kind of were. I kind of have been. <sighs> well, yeah. thanks everybody right. for your calls thank and you. check-ins. Yeah. All right. Bye.